Hi, welcome to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast, a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I am Lee Campbell-Taylor, the interim pastor here, and Covenant Presbyterian Church is an open, affirming congregation, and we're so glad you found us. Our primary mission is to equip God's people to serve Christ in the world. In our weekly messages, we hope that you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and even challenge for your faith journey. Please listen with us now. Good morning. Uh, Thank you to Pastor Lee for the invitation to preach here this morning. Uh, My name is Brad Schwears. I'm the executive director of InTown Collaborative Ministries. We're a nonprofit uh, based out of uh, the Ponce Highland neighborhood, but working all throughout Atlanta and really the metro Atlanta area, working to prevent and reverse homelessness and hunger. Uh, We were founded in 2010 by a group of pastors and civic leaders uh, to work to uh, really to bring forth uh, this this beloved community, this kingdom of God, so that uh, those who are experiencing uh, homelessness and hunger uh, can not only have their needs met for the time being, but hopefully work on a path towards uh, sustainability and fulfillment. As an organization, we focus on two main areas on homelessness and hunger. We have the largest homeless outreach team in the city, uh, and I'll tell you a little bit more about our work in a minute, but uh, since 2017, we've housed over 700 people who had been experiencing homelessness sleeping outside. Uh, So we're a compassionate group of people and incredibly effective at what we do. Uh, We also have a food ministry, a food pantry, and and a growing food delivery program that serves about 300 people each week. Um, It's a client choice, low barrier uh, program where if you have need, we have food for you, no questions asked. Um, There's a little bit more uh, information on our website and on the back of your bulletin. There's a QR code if you uh, click that with your phone camera. Uh, It'll take you to more information. Uh, We'd love to have you come volunteer with us sometime. I don't know about you, but most of my friends are not Christians, which is to say they wouldn't claim that they are part of this official religion of Christianity, of the Presbyterian or Methodist or Catholic variety. And I get it. The church and followers of Jesus, we are far from immune from sin. Sadly, the liberating power of God has been anything but good news for so many. We, the church, have too often been maintainers, even builders, of systems of separation and oppression, rather than participants in God's work to dismantle them. Many religious people of Jesus' day were the same way. We heard about some of them in the story. But Mark's story of the inbreaking kingdom of God that confronted human systems and challenged the barriers that separate us from ourselves, from each other, and from God, Mark's story calls us back to faith. My faith journey has taken many twists and turns. I remain a Christian, a disciple of Jesus, because of of powerful stories like our lesson today, a story that could change our hurting world if we let it and if we do our part. 
the best definition of evangelism that I've heard is one hungry beggar telling another where to find bread. I find myself hungry these hard and uncertain days of war, deep and seemingly growing divides, of despots gaining power, and so many anxieties. This morning, may we all find bread and sustenance in the good news, and to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. Now, Mark's story this morning might be a familiar one to many of us. I've heard it dozens of times. It's a story of faith. But what is faith for Mark? We'll see that for Mark, faith is trust plus action, specifically action to dismantle human-made boundaries, to live into the reign of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. Our, our gospel lesson is the story of what Reverend Dr. Brian Blount, president of Union Presbyterian Seminary, calls the boundary-breaking power of God. God breaking boundaries, yes. And our story calls us to do the same, to participate in God's actions. Let's look deeper at our story. A paralyzed man is brought to Jesus, a local healer of growing acclaim. As a person with a disability, he was an outsider, a sinner, isolated, moved to the margins. God's judgment was upon him. He brought this on himself, or maybe his parents sinned and that's why he was disabled. This was just the way things were in the first century, cause and effect. This guy, he knew he was disabled, and he knew why, because he was a sinner. Again, that's just the way people thought things were in the first century. So his friends came to him and insisted they bring him to Jesus uh, to give him a chance to go from an outsider to back, back to a full honored place in the community. So the man's friends load him up on a pallet, take him to Jesus. They might have done this before. There were many healers in the first century at the time. But the house is packed, people spilling out the front door, blocking their path to Jesus. So they go up top. In the first century, houses often had a staircase on the side with a flat roof. So they climbed up the stairs and they dig. Not clay tiles, these were thick roofs. These were a foot thick roof of thatch, sticks, mud. They dig, dig, dig. Dirt falls in the living room, onto the charcuterie board, into the pimento cheese, People are wearing their nice tunics. This is ridiculous. This is vandalism. Who's going to pay for this roof? The friends lower the man down, and Jesus speaks. Now, five other times in the gospel, people approach Jesus in search of healing and wholeness. Lepers, a blind beggar, a bleeding woman, all outcasts in the first century, mind you. And Jesus tells those people... Because of your faith, you have been made well. You are healed. But not today in Mark. Did you hear what Jesus said? As the man is lowered through the roof to the ground, covered now with dirt and straw, 
Jesus gazes at the man before him and then looks at his friends above and said, Son, because of their faith, your sins are forgiven. I don't know about you, but this story speaks to me, especially these days. We hear so often about faith. Have faith, trust, believe that God is working in your life, is working in the world. You know what? Some days I have faith, and some days I don't. Some days I'm tired, discouraged, worn out. Some days faith is hard to muster. Some days I'm one of the four friends, carrying others, strong. And some days I'm on the mat, exhausted, just done. This faith, the faith of the friends, breaks through the boundaries that kept their friend from Jesus. This theme of breaking through boundaries is found throughout the Gospel of Mark. It's arguably the central theme of the Gospel. Mark bookends his entire Gospel, the beginning and the end, with two dramatic instances of God breaking through boundaries. In the first chapter, the 10th verse, Jesus comes to be baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan. And Mark writes, quote, as, And just as he was, Jesus was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. A boundary broken. And at the end, the 15th chapter, immediately after Jesus breathed his last breath on the cross, Mark writes, quote, The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. This was the curtain that separated the main temple. This is the Temple of Solomon, the very center of the Jewish faith. Uh, the, there was an, uh, a curtain that separated the main temple from the Holy of Holies, which was the dwelling place of Yahweh, of God, totally cut off from human beings, 364 days of the year, only accessible by the high priest on Yom Kippur. The essential divider between humanity and God was torn all the way to the ground. Between these two accounts, the beginning and the end, Mark records story after story of Jesus breaking down the boundaries set up by his society, by the good religious folks. Jesus parties with cheating tax collectors and stealing sinners. Jesus lets a woman the church fathers think is a prostitute stroke and anoint him at a party at a leper's house. Jesus is the one who breaks the Sabbath laws right in front of the people who had been obeying the Sabbath all their lives. Mark's gospel from the first verses to the last and everywhere in between is about the boundary-breaking power of God. This brings us back to our message from today. The proper response to God's boundary-breaking work is faith. Faith as trust plus action in the midst of the dirt and mess of life. Professor Don Otoni Wilhelm of Bethany Theological Seminary writes, quote, the friends demonstrate faith by their action, their persistence, loving support, ingenuity, hope, boundary-breaking initiative, 
and willingness to risk their reputation for the sake of another's well-being. This story about faith in action and persistent loving supports makes me think of our work at In-Town Collaborative Ministries with people experiencing homelessness and hunger. We've got 21 people on our team who wake up each day trying to be one of those four friends to our clients and our guests lying on a pallet, sometimes literally. Our homeless outreach team goes out to encampments every day under bridges and overpasses, in forests, behind dumpsters, muddy, mucky places. And we connect with people who have experienced trauma I cannot imagine. Survivors, people who are dirty, wild and scary to us, outcasts, separated from the rest of the community. And our team shows up with faith and hope for people who might not have any on that day or many days at all. We hold faith for people who are in their darkest days, neighbors who have fallen through the safety nets, abandoned, forgotten. A core value of our food ministries is consistency, being there week after week after week, whenever people have a need for food, no questions asked. Throughout this pandemic, we've had guests who have never been to a pantry before reach out for help. They used to be the helpers, the volunteers. They used to be one of the four friends carrying the pallet, and now they're lying on it, in need of help, maybe in need of faith. Every day we offer that, or strive to, that hope in action for vulnerable neighbors during scary times. And we're the man and the woman on the pallet as well, carried and buoyed by the resilience of our clients and our guests. Our spirits are lifted by the woman who moved into, into her own apartment after being homeless on the streets since 1974. We are picked up and supported by the courage of the young man who slept behind our offices for many years, talking to voices in his head, but who learned to trust the mobile medical clinic partner we have that came by week after week after week and who took some psychiatric medication, got control of his mental illness, and moved into his apartment after a decade outside. Whether helping or being helped, our work continues to break down boundaries, especially for our neighbors in poverty. God in Jesus is a God who breaks down boundaries. God tore the heavens apart and descended into Jesus. God touched the unclean, ate with sinners, broke the laws that kept those people away from God's righteous ones. And when Jesus died, God ripped apart the boundaries once and for all that keep us from God. This is good news. The response we are called to is faith, trust plus action, especially on behalf of those who are outsiders. Reverend Blount tells us when the law hurts humans, Humans ought to make it their duty to break it down, tear it up, rip it apart the way God ripped the heavens and shredded the temple curtain. 
If our God is in the boundary-breaking business, will we respond with faith, with trust, plus action towards justice? Will we be willing to get dirt under our nails and break down our human-made systems of exclusion? Are we willing to pray with our votes at the polls this important upcoming election season? Will we speak up for immigrants and strangers in our midst? I pray we all have faith and courage to follow Jesus, the wild one of God. May this be the good news we take to a hurting world, seen in our actions and seen in the dirt on our hands. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast. I invite you to visit our website, covpresatl.org. That's C-O-V-P-R-E-S-A-T-L.org. There you'll find current worship information, links to our live Sunday morning streaming service, and our full archive of recorded services. You'll also find out more about us and how to get in touch. I wish you well in these strange times. God is with us. Grace and peace to you.